Hello, this is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. The world is a stressful place to be, so every week, I play a game with one guest who is guaranteed to win because they're the only contestant. As we play a game that I designed for my guest, I assign them points based on how much their answers delight me and cheer me up. Then, at the end, the winner receives a $100 contribution or donation to the charity or aid cause of their choice, and we each give a pep talk to someone or a group that we think deserves it this week, because this isn't all about me, it's just mostly about me. My guest this week is a stand-up comedian and a frequent guest on The Moth. She's the host of the long-running NPR quiz show, Ask Me Another. Welcome to the show, Ophira Eisenberg. Hello! <laughs> Hello! What That's an me. effervescent beginning to this. I feel like I could quit now and I'd be like, day made. <laughs> I, uh, you know, you know, because you were very positive and I was thinking, you know, last night I was on stage and I was thinking about how when I'm on stage, I am like that energy. Hello! And I'm very mm-hmm. smiling and I feel like everyone thinks I'm super positive. And is it true? Question mark? We'll find out. Who, who's to know? Who's to say? Um, I feel like that's a fun energy to put out on stage, though. I think it's yes. like, I always feel like it's too silly if I ever get on stage and I'm like, you know what sucks? <laughs> Fucking Rocky Road ice cream. <laughs> Although I, I always look at other comics that have the persona where they're coming in on a much more like, I'm going to tell you the way it is yeah. because, and I am jealous because I am not... Um, threatening. <laughs> well, me, no, me either. <laughs> this is perfect. Well, let's jump into today's game. Our game today is called G-Quiz. Ophira, as a quiz show host yourself, you have an extensive skill set and knowledge base about shows like this one. So I'm going to use this opportunity to quiz you about quiz shows. Okay, perfect. As always, I will judge your answers based on accuracy, creativity, and how much they delight me specifically. Ophira Eisenberg, are you ready to play G-Quiz? I am so ready. (laughs) (laughs) Just truly the most positive energy. Some people come in a little tentative and you're just ready to rock. And I respect that and I appreciate it. First question. Other than you, or I guess including you if you want, of everyone who has never hosted Jeopardy before, who would make the best new host of Jeopardy? Because they're looking for somebody, it seems like. Yes, I know. Uh, Well, you. That's clearly the answer to that. That's That's very kind. But okay, so but here, how about this? How about Mm -hmm. like, um, you know, like Banksy? (laughs) And I say this. (laughs) Because what if the host was also a mystery? What if there was a secondary (laughs) puzzle going on? I mean, listen, we're never going to get Alex Trebek back. I really think it's, uh, you know, you never want to replace a talent with like, Here's another talent like them. That never works. It's never the right. way to go. Right. So, you know, I, and I know there's an effort. I think there's an effort to go in a different direction. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, Banksy, now, I don't know, you could argue, is Banksy a collection of people? Don't know. Who I knows? I feel like we have gendered Banksy as male. But, right. I, but still, that could be completely wrong. Yeah. Banksy could be uh, a woman. Banksy could be non-binary. There's like... Right. There's no explicit gender to Banksy. Right. So, but I, and also Banksy's art is anti capitalism, Mm -hmm. anti commercialism, very strongly, strong words against money and greed. And I think that as a game show host where there is actual cash to be won Mm -hmm. in America at 
at a time when everyone's like, how do I make some cash? You know, maybe the only way I will be able to is by winning it on a game show. Yeah. That host would be perfect. Agreed. Right. It's kind of a dystopian endeavor to begin <laughs> with. That's true. Right? That's where we're at. Yes. In a, in a, in a country and a period of time where some people have so little, others have so much. What we want is a faceless, genderless, <laughs> That's right. uh, fig- looming figure, an artist. That is, that is actually commenting on the ridiculousness mm-hmm. of the game show Huge. structure as it's happening. This answer, this answer's worth uh, 375 points. Uh-oh, daily double it. Oh no, potables? Do I have to do potables? (laughs) Potables. (laughs) What is that? Rivers? I bet whoever wrote potent potables is very proud of themselves. Oh, and you know that there was, that was like a misstep. Like somehow that got on and they were like, we've been telling Phil that no to potent potables like every single day. Everybody, Trebek saw it on the card and was like, this motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. How is this going to go down? Success. Success. (laughs) Potent potables. 750 points. A potent answer. Next question. Okay. If you were on a quiz show as a contestant, how would you... Or for someone else, if anyone if anyone listening is going to be a contestant, yeah. Um, how would you suggest intimidating or otherwise psyching out your opponents? Oh, you know, again, I mentioned that I'm not a threatening person. Yes. I have no chance. I'm sorry not to answer this question, but I feel like I have no chance to intimidate anyone. I have no chance to psych them out. I think the the only thing I could do that might possibly work is just be quiet. <laughs> I do like an eerie silence. <laughs> That's I think true. eerie silence is very intimidating. It is. It's very uncomfortable. I have the same thought. Like, again, as I mentioned, I'm not good at, like, being aggressive in an effective way. And, like, I, my thought is always, like, if I punch someone in the face, <laughs> they would be like, oh, yeah, my... My neck had been a little out of whack, and now it feels great. Like, it right. would just be, like, I would just be, like, a um, freelance street chiropractor is what they would think I was. Thanks again. Can you yeah. punch this side a little harder? A little <laughs> yeah. bit of that. And I'm like, I can't actually punch any harder. That was the hardest I could punch. Yeah, I also once, uh, yeah, anytime I've sort of tried to do that, sort of like, hey, hey, you know, uh, yeah. this is unacceptable. Uh, I just get someone turning to me and going, why? You know, we're, so, we're like <laughs> questioning it. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, uh, you're because, right. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll accept it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just sit there. Got it. Yeah. I will sit there. Great. Um, yes, a great answer. Eerie silence. This is really good, I think. <laughs> just because, like, I do think that is eerie. And again, my, my, Way I was thinking about my answer to this, and mine would just be be bleeding. (laughs) (laughs) Although you know, I would say a unexpected outburst. If you're silent for a while, Mm -hmm. and then an unexpected outburst will set people on edge. Yes, uh, because they will think you're a little unhinged. Yeah, and I've done this once in public. I was actually on a subway. I was yeah, just taking the subway, and I was in my own head. I was very, I was like ruminating about something and upset and I was just, you know, in my own space. But then I said out loud, I said uh, a bunch of swears out loud Mm -hmm. because I just lost track of reality, I think. And (laughs) I have, 
Yeah, people moved away from me. Here we go. Uh, okay. I saw a lot. I saw a lot of men look at their phone real mm-hmm. intensely. Yeah, they were okay. not going to deal with the with the woman that was uh, falling just apart. Just cursing. Yeah. Yeah, just cursing. Um, I think a guy was about to expose himself. He put it right back in his pants. Like, he was like, no. <laughs> he was like, oh wow, real bunch of real kooks on this subway car. Yeah, I'll tell like, you where's what. Where's my Where's my popcorn? This is going to be a show. <laughs> Come on, Mr. Ding Dong, we're moving along. <laughs> so then I was so, and then I, of course, because I'm me, I was like, should I, I wanted to go around and be like, no, it's okay, and apologize to yeah. everybody. Like, yep. I'm okay, I'm fine. And then I was like, that will be even weirder, so. A great answer. I think these are both <laughs> uh, uh, eerie silence and then punctuated by a string of unexpectedly aggressive expletives. I think <laughs> yeah, either exactly. way, you know, keep it eerie if you want. Um, make it, make it uh, intense. I, I love it. But great answers. These answers are worth 282 points. Whoa! Yeah. I love that. Big, sequences. Big 282, that's one of my favorite sequences. It feels very satisfying. It feels it very is. divisible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could do a lot of things with that. If I said I lived at like 282 Pacific mm-hmm. Street, that would be cool. I'd be like, that's yeah. a good address. A yeah. lot of factors, a lot of Solid. multiples. <laughs> um, <laughs> next question. Okay. What for you, if you were on a game show, what would be the hardest category of question for you to answer? That if you saw it, you'd be like, ah, no, ah, potent potables. I'd yeah, right, the other right. kind. Let's see. I mean, you know, why is my family so angry? There's those kind of <laughs> questions. This, been, is, <laughs> this feels more like, that feels more like therapy than a game show. I mean, maybe it's time to marry these things. Maybe we need mm-hmm. a game show mm-hmm. that's really specific about people and we break yeah. it down. And it's just called, um, <laughs> How Did That Make You Feel? <laughs> That's a great idea for a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at the end, you pay. The contestants pay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the host wins the copay. <laughs> what insurance <sighs> do you have? That's, how, that's part of the screening process. Yeah, but so, they Shisigna, don't take, you they can't don't get take it. your insurance. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be part of the show. Um, okay, so, but realistically, I'm bad at most categories. And I'm one of those people that, you know, you and I can have a conversation uh, in real life about, you know, TV we're watching or TV we liked and I'll I'll be able to remember names. But then if you put me in a situation where you're quizzing me and you're like, Mm -hmm. ooh, start in Fleabag, I would be like, the woman with the, she's got an overpass in her name. Like, you know, I would just <laughs> go. It would just yep. go. So I get, yep. I have um, a lot of anxiety, which is so, I guess, ironic as someone who has hosted a show. I have so much anxiety about being on the other side. Well, that may, I mean, that makes sense. You put yourself in a position that you never have to be on the other side. Yeah, exactly. So, but American history is the one thing for sure that I know very little about. Being from Canada. Being from Canada, it was not taught to us in the school. But I will say, now that I'm an American citizen, as of a couple months ago, Mm -hmm. I can answer the 100 questions that is part of that study package for the civics test. So I'm I'm good with that. Anything that strays from that, (laughs) I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. We're talking about Jeopardy. We're talking about th- that kind of, of of quiz. But like citizenship quiz, very high stakes comparatively. Oh my goodness. I was so freaked out. I, this was the, I mean, again, I was like, I the first question I said when I got into that room, I said to him, what happens if I fail? <laughs> right. Like do they very kick you out? Do they just like call you a cab to another country? <laughs> and he said, you could, you could try again. And I go, how many people have tried more than twice? 
And he was like, I, like, can we just start? <laughs> you're, you're grilling him immediately, putting him on the defensive. I like maybe that. That's, maybe that's how you psych someone out. <laughs> <laughs> you just start asking them questions. Yeah. So. I love that. Um, great answer. American history. Although, again, you did ace the American history test that you recently took. So I'm going to give this 776 points. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Big numbers. I yeah, love big it. big number. Okay. Philadelphia style. <laughs> With everything <laughs> where everything's a 76. I love that. Okay. Cheesesteak style. Got it. Mm-hmm. Next question. What is, if you were, again, competing, which I know is not your preference when you're on a game show, you prefer to be in the driver's seat, but if you're competing, what is a physical challenge you'd feel confident you could complete to, like, the maximum amount of points? I used to take ballet. Like, when I was a kid, it was really, Mm -hmm. actually, a really big deal in my family. I'm the youngest of six, and I got ballet lessons, and it was a whole thing about the fact that my family could finally afford ballet lessons, and everyone reminds me, to this day, that I got ballet lessons. All your older look, siblings? Yeah, and look what I did with them. Mm-hmm. Meaning, nothing. Okay, <laughs> well, like, I did. <laughs> who does? How many people take ballet lessons as a child? And you're like, and actually, I'm the prima ballerina in the <laughs> New York City Ballet Company. It's like one person in every city gets to do that. Well, I think I've just answered the, a lot of questions about my family by just telling you that that's how it's <laughs> They're like, hey, you were the only one that got ballet lessons, and look what you do. Talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your feet could be doing anything. That's right. You but, don't even need feet for this job. From years and years and years of doing those ballet lessons, uh, and I, I, I went from when I was a kid, and I stopped when I was seventeen, and so I can still, even though when you use when you go on point shoes, obviously there's a the shoe is special and there's a block mm-hmm. in it to help you go on, but I can still kind of go on my very tippy toes. That's pretty and, good. That is and, a good physical challenge. And it's, uh, I know it's a thing that, like, it's also a, a mental thing because most people just don't even think that they can do it. Like, it just seems yes. kind of impossible. Yeah, I think you are in the ideal position for this because, I, you know, you not, most people can't do it at all. So you're way ahead of everybody else. And the people who do ballet professionally, consistently throughout their whole lives, I feel like that really gnarls up their feet. It does. You can still do it, and you got still, I imagine, just regular old walking around feet. You know, there's somewhere in between. I'm not going to get into it right now. (laughs) This this isn't for the, this isn't a podcast. I'm not calling you here to trick you into describing your feet for perverts on the internet. This is the weirdest show. Mm -hmm. This podcast is not. a trick show. Imagine if this podcast were just sponsored by WikiFeet and at some point the guest and the host just had to describe their feet for perverts. Welcome Horrible. to Digits. What? Uh, what? Okay, it, oh, um, yeah, I think my feet are, yeah, in between. You know, I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say that. In between that. feet. In between That's feet. Terrific. Middle feet. Go They're middle feet. <laughs> middle feet. <laughs> <laughs> a great answer. Oh, creepy. Going on point. Uh, listen, the great, a great answer for, for the question, a great answer for any uh, perverts who like something left to the imagination. It's all for you. Isolate this part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cut this up just in case people enjoy it too much. I don't I want... Have- 
people who only like this part of the show. Right, who listen for this part all for the time. For this part. And, and they're like, like well, I can't just do this every week. <laughs> I can't just cater to that audience. Yeah, I mean, what would you do with all those sponsors? Great answer. This answer is worth 300 and 74 points. Wow, I don't even know what I'm at, but I think it's the best I've ever done at anything. You're doing incredibly well. Uh, this, You're just like cutting through this like a hot knife through butter. <laughs> Next question. Okay. What is the ideal number of points to assign for a correct answer for a difficult question? Okay. I know this is going to sound maybe not gracious. That's okay. One. One point. The answer is one. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is Please. the answer one? Yeah. Because. For, so you're saying, what is the, what is the um, ideal number mm-hmm. to assign to a correct answer? Okay. Yeah. One is meaningful. One is super meaningful mm-hmm. only because it implies that anything other than the correct answer would have been given nothing. Ooh. Okay. So it's like the binary of one and zero. Is I guess what you're so. Saying. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, now I feel like very not creative. Okay. No, I think that's great. I'm redoing it. I'm redoing it. Okay. Minus 12. Minus 12. <laughs> you're <laughs> yeah, saying this is it. like a, show sh- a, a quiz show or game show should be like golf <laughs> in that a, a, a good score is negative <laughs> points. And you know, look at that. I just learned something about golf. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not know that about golf that you tried to score in the negative? That makes sense now that you say it, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever played, like, a miniature golf? I guess so, but I, I think that I, yeah, never n- noticed or counted It doesn't or something. matter, right? You've never, like, even if you do great at miniature golf, it's like, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember ever walking away being like, that's my score! Right, you know, I, I so. don't know my personal best score for miniature golf. <laughs> It would be you weird because, like, <laughs> even with bowling, when you're an amateur bowler, right? Yeah. You can remember. You're like, well, it's out of 300 for a string of bowling. And you you can, like, remember, oh, I bowled a 245. That's pretty good. But, like, with miniature golf, you're never like, yep, I, I butted a, a 30. <laughs> like, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> right, so. miniature golf. Miniature golf is supposed to be, like, you're uh, there just, you've you got a beer in your hand yeah. or a child or, yeah, I don't a beer, know, maybe both. Yeah, beer in one hand, yeah. child in the other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just holding the club in your teeth. <laughs> yeah, you've got one club in your teeth, you got the other one, uh, you know, around your uh, mm-hmm. shoulder, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, and that's a pose for the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> just to build muscle. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, negative 12 <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, this is a creative outside-the-box answer. This answer deserves negative 12 points. Yes! I was hoping for that. I was hoping. You called your shot, and oh, you made it. Thank you. You're welcome. Final question. Okay. What is the best consolation prize to give to contestants who don't win a game show? Like, obviously, that doesn't apply on this show because the contestant always wins. But, yeah. it, like, on Jeopardy, they're like, uh, Jeopardy players get the home edition and Centrum Silver or whatever it is that they give out. Yeah. What, what would you want contestants to walk away with when they lose? I always feel bad for the contestants that don't win. I mean, you know, that's the point of a game. Someone's right. not going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... I, we've also made such fun of like 
participation trophies sure. and stuff over the year. Like sure. you can't have it uh, have it every way. Okay, but what this is what I remember from hosting Ask Me Another all those mm-hmm. years. Obviously, we also like there was nothing at stake. There was your dignity, sure. I guess, or what what have you. But with I'll tell you what, I was I participated on that show. I competed. <laughs> yeah. I didn't come in with that much dignity to begin with. <laughs> but you left with a lot. Right? I left, you left with, with, with more. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, minus, you, you left with minus 12, dignity. And, <laughs> and with dignity, that is what you want. With dignity, that's what you, you just want. Just so you know, with dignity, yeah, yeah, yeah. you want yes. a low score. With di- dignity is like golf. <laughs> it's the golf of kind of self-esteem. <laughs> that's right. It's the golf of self-esteem. So uh, under D. That's what they say. We say, how many points are you under D? Um <laughs> So what what people would do though is that contestants when you know mostly when we're just using regular people would lose and then they remember forever the question they lost on. Sure. That would make me feel like oh no 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 you're not supposed to remember that just forget about that yeah. and go on with your life it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. So we got to turn that part around. So the the prize for the person that didn't win you have to take whatever that question was mm-hmm. and you have to turn it into like some amazing celebration or experience like that you would win based on that question like I don't know whatever let's just say now I'm going back to my civics exam. Let's say the question was something, this is such a dry question, but like, who, name three people that helped write the Federalist Papers. Okay. And the person's like, uh, um, okay, uh, John Jay and uh, mm-hmm. James Madison, and they couldn't come up with the third. Because they're the one person in America that hasn't seen Hamilton. <laughs> right. And so, right, exactly. And then we go, oh, I'm sorry, we were looking for Alexander Hamilton. And then everyone in the audience goes, boom! because how dare you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we go, it's okay because your prize is house seats to the Broadway show Hamilton. Oh, that's right? fun. Right, like we turn it around. This is beautiful. <laughs> this is truly a lovely answer. So like whatever the worst defeat is on the show, you you then receive a prize to kind of reclaim the joy of that, uh, that ephemera, that fact. Yeah, yeah, that's right, exactly. Awesome. You yeah. can't. You say like, "What's the longest river?" They you, they say Nile. You go, "No, it's Amazon." But good mm-hmm. news, you are going on a trip. Yeah, yeah you're going to go gonna, like, water rafting. Yeah, this is great. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So Ooh. then they can think about that question that they lost on as like the, one of the best moments of their life. That's beautiful. The only again, one small <laughs> question. <laughs> okay. Now we know that this is the prize for the person who loses. So right. now, do we have to come up with a better prize for the person who wins to top this great consolation prize? Okay. Well, you just make the prize for the person that wins money. Okay. And they'll be good. fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Then they can do with it whatever they want. Oh, a great! This is a great answer. <laughs> just truly. Breathtaking work. This answer, this answer is worth 500 points. It's worth 500 right. points. All right. All yeah. right. Ophira, that's the end of our game oh my, of G-Quiz. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You were incredible. This was just like so fun. wonderful dynamic ever. gameplay. Your final score is 2,670 points. The highest all-time score in Make My Day history. Ophira no, Eisenberg, how do no, you feel? No, no way. No way. I can't even believe it. I can't even believe it. I can't even believe it. Seriously. No, it's for real. I've never won anything. You won this. Ah, thanks. You're welcome. Okay. It must, after years and years of telling other people that they're winners, you're a winner right now. I I needed this. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I needed this.
As this week's <laughs> champion and all-time high scorer, you have won a $100 contribution or donation to the cause of your choice. Where will the money be going? An amazing woman I know. Her name is Amanda Crowell Italong, and she is someone who is a cancer survivor, but also of ovarian cancer, but also has had a lot of reoccurrences. And she has been working on this incredible project to help other people that are going through it mm-hmm. uh, and to raise awareness both in the medical community and the cancer community and the patient community of what it is all about. And she was provided actually a grant from an organization in uh, Michigan Mm -hmm. that helps um, basically fund great initiatives by people that are trying to provide any kind of care or outreach to people going through ovarian cancer, and that is the Michigan Ovarian Cancer Alliance. So that's, uh, it's M-I-O-C-A. And if everyone could go there and donate some money so they can continue funding you know, some great work for people that are not having the easiest time in this world. I'm going to put that information in the show notes, the Michigan Ovarian Cancer Alliance. Thank you so much. What a great cause and a a wonderful explanation. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad that I was like so excited that I was like, oh my goodness, I know exactly what I want. A perfect perfect cause for, for this. Finally, on today's show... The pep talks, our last segment, as every week, we will each give a pep talk to a person or group that we think deserves it. I will go first. Okay. My pep talk is, and this this is a little different. This is going to, earlier in the show, we talked about negative points is a good thing. But this is, this is a pep talk for people who finish a Jeopardy game with negative points in the traditional, not, that's not what you're trying for <laughs> sense. Right, right, right. Things don't always turn out the way we planned, that's for sure. Sometimes hard work leads to the exact combination you'd envisioned, and other times it leads you to a television set in Culver City being viciously intellectually pummeled by some twerp whose most exciting personal anecdote is that he once calculated pi to 10,000 digits by hand, as you forget facts you've known by heart since you were 12 years old. Here's the thing. The thing that you thought was going to be the thing isn't always the thing. You still have to keep going after that, even when it goes perfectly. It's like climbing a mountain. You don't do it because you want to live at the top of a mountain. That'd be weird. You do it because it's something you want to experience. And it's not that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, like people say. It's just that, hey, it doesn't kill you. And that's pretty good. Even if you're not stronger, you're still around. So so what if your practice added up to a mildly embarrassing performance on a public stage? No one cares. And in fact, everyone probably thinks it's cool that you made it to the stage at all. So hold your head high, knowing your name will forever be enshrined in a beloved institution, even if it didn't go the way you'd hoped. It's still exciting. Unless you were on one of the Mike Richards Jeopardy episodes, in which case, at least that's a funny story. (laughs) And you still lasted on the show almost as long as he did. Oh, here, the floor is yours for a Oh, that was so amazing! (laughs) Thank you. Okay, so this is for the person that received, who finished Jeopardy with negative points. Negative points. Uh, First of all, you know what? You're not alone. 
And so you don't feel lonely. Actually, you and I are the same. You know, I distinctly remember the only time in my life I ever won Monopoly. I never won, not even once, for years, years. I mean, youngest of six, I've mentioned this before, that's one of the reasons, but just, you know, I just never won. And then finally, I think I was 17 or 18 years old, I was playing Monopoly and I won. Like I won by so much. I <laughs> annihilated the other players. And it was lonely, man. No one was there to hang out with me to celebrate my win. I was all alone. So what are we talking about? Are we talking about winning? Are we talking maybe that you have negative points because you're a free thinker trapped in an archaic quiz system that values some answers over others? And who is making those decisions? Is it really just that A plus B equals C kind of answer? I ask you this thing, you provide an answer. Who judges if it's right? Maybe your answers are right. Maybe you have a vision of what is actually the truth. Negative results are what we all hope for in so many other walks of life. I have wanted negative results in every medical test I have ever received. It's a great thing. So you know what, you're good at so many things. You don't have to be good at being contestant. If you find that you are worse at being a contestant than you thought, that means one thing, that you are suited best to be a host. <laughs> That's right. You know what those negative points means? Means we should put some answers in front of you because you're going to be a god and you're going to rule that game show by leading it. That's beautiful. <laughs> a journey, uh, an inspiration. Thank you, Ophira. And that has been our show. I'm your host, Josh Gondelman. Thank you to this week's champion, Ophira Eisenberg. Ophira, where can people find you and your work? I have a new album coming out soon, just working on it. So look forward to that is what I'm saying. Amazing. One of the best, I'll, and I'll tweet about it on the show, Twitter and post it and stuff when, when it's available. Um, you're one of the best stand-ups. I can't wait for people to hear this album. That's nice. Thank you. And you can go to my website, OphiraEisenberg.com, that I try to update with everything. And on the socials, I'm at Ophira E. Perfect. Thank you so much for listening. If you are interested in donating to the Michigan Ovarian Cancer Alliance, I'll make that information available. If you have your own answers to today's game of G-Quiz, uh, tweet them at me at, at Josh Gondelman or at Make My Day Pod. And that's the show. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg, recorded and edited by Kat Iosa, executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. A five-star review really helps. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days. <laughs>